0: Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland, comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals, a mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of law. In reality, Dan Garrett, a rookie patrolman. Loved by everyone, but suspected by none of being, the Blue Beetle. As the Blue Beetle, he hides behind a strange mask in a suit of impenetrable blue chain armor. Flexible as silk, but stronger than steel. Today's episode of the Blue Beetle is entitled, The Invisible Ghost. Patronman Dan Garrett, who in secret operates as the Blue Beetle, today matches Brains and Brawn with a cowardly ruthless gang of crooked slot machine racketeers. Can he spike their plans to flood the city with crooked gambling devices? Will he be able to uncover the mysterious leader who directs their activities? What is behind their endeavor to install their machines at John Doyle's carnival? As our story opens, Patronman Dan Garrett is visiting his old friend and advisor, Dr. Franz. Danny, I've been studying up on slot machines. Yes? You find out anything interesting? Well, uh, I'm convinced that the difference between an honest machine and a dishonest or crooked machine is very slight. In fact, I'd say the difference was purely academic. What do you mean, Doc? Well, of course, you realize I'm referring now to nickel and dime or quarter in the slot machines from which your return, if any, will be a handful of coins. Yeah. That doesn't include vending machines for candy, chewing gum, cigarettes, etc. Oh, no, 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 of course not. I'm speaking about those machines where you put a coin in the slot, push down the lever, and pictures of fruits or birds or playing cards whirl around and stop in different combinations. Yeah, I understand. Well, if certain combinations come up, a certain number of coins will be returned to you. Sometimes as many as 30 may come out. Uh, That's called a a jackpot. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I've seen some of the boys in the forest play the machines in Charlie's Cigar Store. And uh, how often do they hit the jackpot? Uh, I don't know. Not often, I'm sure. Uh, Precisely. Those machines are fixed in advance to release a jackpot once every thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, yes, even every hundred thousand times. Mm. In other words, if you were the only one playing the machine, you would have to put in one thousand or more coins before you'd win the jackpot. Mm. A nickel apiece, that's fifty dollars. Fifty dollars to win two dollars. Ah, there must be enormous profits in those machines. Yes, Yes, there is. Now, Now, let's suppose the machines these racketeers are trying to install are reasonably honest say, uh, 1,000 to 1, uh, which is average. Yeah. In a place like John Doar's Carnival, each machine should average 2,000 players a day. Let's say 10 machines were installed throughout the area. Well, that's conservative. Yes, yes, I know, but let's be conservative. 10 machines would get a play of 20,000 players a day, and the average amount spent on such machines is about 20 cents per person. Well, no, that's one hundred thousand nickels at one thousand to one ratio. Uh, the machines would pay back one hundred jackpots, or about two hundred dollars. Yes, but the intake would be four thousand dollars, precisely. Intake four thousand dollars, outgo two hundred dollars, and crooked operators will go to any lengths to make profits like that. Uh, just a minute, Dan. I'll see who it is. Okay. Hello, Doc. Is the pride of the police force here? <laughs> if you mean Patrolman Dan Garrity, he's waiting for you, Manigan. Well, Mike. Got the car outside? Yep. Are you ready, Daddy? Ready and waiting. Come so on, Doc. Those crooked shot machine operators are gonna get a big surprise when they run up against Officer Manigan and patrolman Dan Garrett. Come on, Manigan. Let's go. Off on special assignment, said Dan Garrett and Officer Mannigan in the police car. What is their destination? What will they find when they get there? Would it be a simple, routine cleanup job? Only a little bit will have to swing into action. Within ten minutes, the police car, bearing Dan Garrett and Mike Manigan, is pulling up inside the gates of John Doar's carnival. Well, here we are at the carnival, Mike. Yeah, where do we head for Now let's look around a bit. Okay, yeah, Danny. and let and, and, we, and this part of a dollar. Knock down a cupie doll with a baseball. Giant your arm, big boy. Maybe you should be with the giants. Come on here, step right up. I used to play baseball with the Brooklyn Sandlappers. Why But I can try your hand at that baseball game. You know, I think I win. Maybe I can win a cupie doll for my youngster. <laughs> step right up, here. Come on, step right up. That's right, here you yeah. are. Great baseball for a giant. Uh, give me three of them bars. I'll show you what real pitching is. <laughs> Good thing, Lieutenant. Here. One, two, three. That'll be a giant. Thanks, uh, careful of your arm, Lieutenant Manigan. Remember, you're an old man now. Oh, yeah? Now cut out the kitten and then watch this. Hey, better look out, fella. My pal here is cross eyed. Okay, better. Well, I'll stand over here. Oh, <laughs> one. Oh, that was just practice. Now watch this one. Oh, two. Nice going, Manigan. And, uh, the sun was in the ice. Uh, but huh? watch this one. Oh, hey, hey, <laughs> I to you What are you good, Manigan? You hit the proprietor right in the old conch. You sure know you're a cutie, Dora. What was that, Dora? Hey, look over there. There's a crowd around that tent. Come on, look like trouble. <laughs> 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 What's happened? Close <laughs> <What's happened? laughs> that down side hey, door. Anybody hurt? Come on. Hey, come here. on. Get back, everybody. Get back. <laughs> Go on, Hold get the car I'll like have a up. look inside, will you? Okay, Danny. All right, get back on. of you Make room here. Come on, make room here. Get back on. of you. What happened, Dora? Are you all right? Why, oh, I, I guess so. A temp pole fell on me as I was sitting at my desk here. Oh, wait a minute. I'll have Manigan call a doctor. You may be seriously injured. No, 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 no. don't call a doctor. I'll be all right in a minute. Here, I'll get you some water from the cooler. Oh, no, thanks. What um, caused the pole to fall? Oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe one of the ropes holding it up rotted through and broke. Or was cut. Here, drink this. Thanks. Oh, that's good. I feel better now. Have those crooked slot machine racketeers been working on you? Slot machine racketeers? No, I'm, I'm sure they had nothing to do with this. Hmm. Have any of them been out to talk with you recently? Well, uh... Yes. Yeah. When? Last night. Any trouble? Well, we had a few words. They wanted me to put some of their machines in. And you refused? Yes. Did they threaten you? Oh, in a general sort of way. But you know how thugs and underworld scum huh? They talk big, but most of them, it's bluff. Yes, yes, I know, but sometimes... Oh, hello, Danny. Oh, hello, Mr. Dawes. Oh, hello, Mannigan. What happened? I'll tell you, going back in the police car. Okay, Danny. Mr. Dawes, you better have a couple of your men you can trust. Act as a bodyguard till I can get some men from the police department assigned to, to you. In the meantime, we're going to track down this gang of crooks and put them where they can do no more harm. Come on, Mannigan. Back to headquarters. Uh-huh. Police headquarters, Commissioner Donnelly upon hearing Dan's story, wanted full speed ahead in a drive to round up the crooked slot machine racketeers. Late that night, Dan Garrett is in secret conference with Dr. Franz at his little apothecary shop. You know, I've got a hunch, Doc, that there is going to be something doing out at the carnival tonight after the crowd has gone home. Yeah, and I suppose the Blue Beetle will be buzzing around out there. Right. And probably nipping, too. Uh, look out he doesn't get nipped himself. Uh, not a chance. At least not permanently. Not with this Blue Beetle costume and mask. This Blue Beetle chain armor has saved my life many times. As long as I'm on the alert, nobody can overcome the Blue Beetle. I hope you'll always be on the alert, Danny. I'd hate to lose you. Oh, you've been a swell friend, Doc. I owe my life to you and this chain armor you made me. I'm working on something else that would be a great help to you, I believe, uh, in your crusade against crime. What's that, Doc? A fluid that painted on your body or your suit of armor will make you practically invisible. Hey... Have you got any of it here? Yes, yes, uh, but it isn't perfected yet. What's it like? Well, you know that every object we can see has some color to it. Yeah. And as long as that color is in the color spectrum, the human eye can see the object. Yes. But if the object is some shade outside the color spectrum, it is invisible to the human eye. Well, I see. And this liquid you're working on... Outside that color band. Ah, Then if I painted myself with this liquid, I'd be invisible. Yes, yes, temporarily. What do you mean? Well, I've got to find a fixer. Something to add to the formula which will preserve the invisible qualities of the fluid longer. At present, it oxidizes too quickly and becomes visible to the human eye within a few minutes. Here, uh, here's some of it here in this jar. Ah, say, that's very interesting. Well, if you had it perfected, I could use it on this book. Quiet, quiet. There's someone out in the front of the shop. You stay here and I'll see who it is. Hello, and uh, is anybody home? Uh, uh, coming. Coming. Oh, hello, oh, hello, Officer Manigan, And what brings you here at this hour? Oh, I was passing by and just thought I'd drop in. Is Danny here? Huh? Uh, no, uh, no, Danny's not here. Well, then I think I'll wait a bit if you don't mind, Doc. Maybe he'll turn up. Well, I uh, hardly think you'll find Don Garrett here tonight, manigan mm. uh, By the way, have you seen the Blue Beetle around? The Blue Beetle? You mean the fantastic character who's always outwitting the police? He won't outwit them forever. Some day I'm going to catch up with that baby, and when I do, oh, well, I... Now, uh, if you'll excuse me, I have. To uh, by the way, Doc, some neighbors of yours was telling me they've seen the blue beetle in this neighborhood late at night. What? Would you be knowing anything about that? Well, I I really go out at night. I, I spend most of my time in my laboratory. Is that it, back there, that room? Uh, uh, yes, uh, yes. I oh. never saw one of them things. You mind if I take a look at it? Well, well, I'd rather you... Uh, you see, I, I'm making some experiments. Oh, I and, uh, won't touch anything, Doc. I just want to look. Well, well... Uh, <coughs> well, the... the... Uh, what is it? What is it? What do you see? Hmm. So, that's a laboratory. Huh. What a place. Yes, Yes, that's the laboratory. Must be great to have brains like you, Doc. Well, so long. I've got to be going. Uh, tell Danny I was in. Yes, yes, I will, Manigan. Uh, Good night. Uh, and keep your eyes open for the blue beetle. <laughs> Danny. Danny, where are you? Right beside you. What? Yes, when I heard Manigan outside, I quickly coated myself with your new formula. When he looked into the laboratory, I was standing right in front of him. Well, well that certainly was a great test but the effects are beginning to wear off. I can see a slight tinge of the blue of the Blue Beetle armor shining through. Hey, Doc, I've got to be on my way. I'd like to take some of this liquid along with me and use it tonight. All right, Danny, all right. Uh, but be careful. Remember, the effects fade away quickly. Thanks, Doc. Say, those racketeers will get the surprise of their lives when they hear the Blue Beetle but can't see him. Hey, you better hurry, Danny. It's, uh, it's about closing time for the carnival. Yeah. Uh, the Blue Beetle will have to really ride the night wind tonight. Uh. Will the Blue Beetle do over at John Doerr's Carnival? Will he run head-on into a band of slot machine crooks? Can he again make himself invisible with Dr. Fran's magic formula... through the night speeds the Blue Beetle in his fast motor car. As he nears the carnival, he parks his car in a hidden spot and approaches John Doar's tent on foot. So you won't sign up, eh? No. Not for any crooked schemes like yours. Okay, it's your funeral door. Work on him, Frenchie. How about it, Doar? The answer is still no. Give it to him again, Frenchie. So you won't sign, eh? Well, at least they're more the same. The blue beetle. Yes, the blue beetle. Oh, there is no blue beetle here. It's a trick. Stuart's got a phonograph planted someplace. Yeah. That's so. Well, here's something planted, and it wasn't a phonograph. No. Hey, Frenchie, what is this? Me, I do not know. I see nothing. Well, maybe you can see stars. Come on. Come on, let's get out of here before I go up and nuts. up. I can't fight. Don't. Wait a minute. Let me help you on your way with my foot. Now get going. Both of you. And if the Blue Beetle ever sees you again, I'll blast you wide open. Come on, Frenchy. we got to tell the boss about this. Are you all right, Dora? I don't know. I can't move. Am I blind? No, Dora, you're not blind. I do as I tell to. Phone police headquarters and report what just happened. All right. I will. And don't worry. The Blue Beetle's on the job. I'm going to trail those men. Maybe they'll lead me to their hangout. Now get going. The Blue Beetle's got a lot of nipping to do. Will the Blue Beetle catch up with the thugs who are beating John Boy? What about the invisible paint? Will it wear off before the Blue Beetle reaches his destination? What will he find when he gets there? Out of the carnival grounds, dash the Blue Beetle, just in time to see the two thugs drive off in a long sedan. Coming in his own car, the Blue Beetle gave chase. until are out on the river, road. Those thugs are taking the road that leads to the old haunted house. That must be the headquarters. I'll have to take a chance. My invisible paint is wearing off. I'll force them off the road and they'll have to stop. All right, you thugs. Hop out and make it snappy. It's the Blue Beetle. Oh, I can see him now. Come on, let's get him. Wee. Please time me no if I go. Come on, me hearties. I'll take you both at once. That's for old man door. And that's for law and order. Shut up, Frenchy, up. i him in here. Oh, no, you won't, Frenchy. That'll take care of you. Put up your hands, or I'll kill you so. Healthy. Not tonight, you won't. Here's a face full of knuckles for you. Well, he's done for a while. Let's see. I'd better not use my invisible paint. I may need a little of left to use later. How can I get into that house up there? I think I'll just take one of these thugs over here and. What are the Rubio's plans? Is the haunted house the headquarters of the crooked slot machine racketeer? Let's look in on this weird and mysterious looking place through the peephole and see who that is, Nagy. Okay. It's Croker and Frenchy. All right, raise the Colonel and admit them. Okay. Hello, Chief. Me and Frenchy's back. Yeah, so I see. What have you to report? Well, Frenchie and me, we went to see old man Dua like you told us and we gave him the works. But he wouldn't sign up for the machines. Did you tell him the Duke sent you? Sure, boss. Why didn't you use further persuasion? We were just going to and suddenly there was a funny humming sound and a crackle. Go on. Well, from out of the air, a voice what said he was the Blue Beetle. Told us to lay off the old man. Was it dark? No, it was light enough. But we couldn't see nobody but the old man. Go on. Then what happened? The Blue Beetle started slapping us around. Ah, ridiculous. You must have been drunk. On me word, Chief. We were sober as a judge. Am I right, Frenchie? We. Oui. It is as you say. Huh? What's the matter, Frenchie? Why don't you raise your head? Oh, my neck. She is hurt. The Blue Beetle, he hit me hard. Yeah. Now, like I said, Chief... When we couldn't see no one a fight, we beat it out of there. But the Blue Beetle followed us in his car, and just down the road here, he forced us over to the side, and we had to stop. Then he rushed us, and before we could plug him, he conked us both on a bean, and we passed out. When I come to, I was in the car, and Frenchie here was driving. And the Blue Beetle? He had disappeared. Hmm. A likely story, croker Suppose you step aside. I want to talk to Frenchie. Well, he'll tell you the same story. Gee, boys, we got to be ready. The Blue Beetle may be here any minute. Yeah. The Blue Beetle is here. What do you mean, Frenchie? Take off that hat and coat. The Blue Beetle himself disguises Frenchie. Yes, the Blue Beetle, and he That's is going very to... well. Blue Beetle, I've got you covered. Put away that gun. You can't injure the Blue Beetle. The Blue Beetle seems fond of appearing and disappearing. Every time he does appear, another bunch of rats are brought to justice. Mm. I'm happy at last to have met the Blue Beetle face to face. But I regret that the meeting must be so brief. I have seen you. I wish to see you no more, so... (coughs) Down you go, Blue Beetle, through the trapdoor into my subterranean sewer. (laughs) You'd like to chase the rats, as you call them. Well, you can get your stomach full of them down there. Maybe they'll turn the tables and chase you, Mr. Blue Beetle. and Carver close the trap door. Sure, boss. Yeah, sure. Anything you say, boys. Now, listen to me. You'd better get this straight with no bungling if you don't want to join the Blue Beetle. Not me, boys. It was French's fault the other time. He didn't slug the old man hard enough before the Blue Beetle showed up. I don't want any excuses. I want results this time. Yes, boys. You go and see John Doerr again. Tell him there's a grand a week in it for him if he signs up with us. If he refuses again, tell him the Blue Beetle's dead. Offered to prove it to him by bringing him here. Go easy on him this time. I'd either get his signature to a contract to install our slot machines at the carnival or bring him out here. Have you got that straight? Sure, boss. You better have. And one thing more. If you don't come back with Dorr's signature or with Dorr himself, you'll be pushing up daisies when spring comes round again. Hey, listen, boss. That's a cop. Yeah. How did they find out? You it... stupid fool. You must have left a frame of my wide. No, boss. Nobody saw us but the blue beetle. You high brother. Behind that screen over there. They've got nothing on me. I'll meet them. snag. You stand by. Okay, boss. Open up in the table at Raise that iron panel. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, boys. You got your guns? Here we go. Come on. Good evening, gentlemen. Calling rather late, aren't you? The law's on the job 24 hours a day. Well, that's admirable. Something wrong? Yes. You? Me? What have I done? Your thugs have tried to kill an old man, and you were trying to install your crooked slot machines at the carnival. Oh, I assure you, you've made a mistake, Sergeant. I ain't, Sergeant. It's plain Officer Manigan, and we ain't made no mistake. The Blue Beetle found us ten minutes ago. Now I know you're mistaken, Officer Mannigan. The Blue Beetle couldn't have found you. He'd... The beetle, the, Blue beetle, the Blue Beetle! Yes, the Blue Beetle. The Blue beetle. It must be a ghost. The Blue Beetle? No, not dead. Just invisible. I know, no, no. It, it can't be. I saw him drop down that wall. Well, what's that you trying to He's say? He's trying to tell you, Mannigan, that he saw me drop to my death. Through that trap door you're standing on. How many it? I never noticed it. let did get off oh, quick. Hey, where are you, Blue Beetle? I'm here. There. Everywhere a criminal tries to hide. Let me out of here. Let me out of here. Not till you confess to this crime. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Come on, confess, you crook, or I'll choke it out of you. No, 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 no. Take me away from here. Take me to police headquarters. I'll confess. Only don't let the Blue Beetles go. Get me. All right, guys. Put the handcuffs on. All right, man Very good work, Blue Beetle. Wherever you are, and uh, Thanks. But don't forget, someday I'm going to catch up with you. And when I do, I'm going to run you in just on general principles. That's okay with me, Manigan. But remember, you first got to catch me. (laughs) So long, Manigan. Give my regards to the Commissioner. The blue beetle broke up another racket that was preying on unsuspecting amusement seekers. What happened when he fell through the trap door? How did he escape from his living tomb? Let's look in on Doctor Franham's little apothecary shop, where patrolman Dan Garrett is relaxing after a strenuous night. <laughs> oh, Danny boy, you sure have luck, don't I? You no, know, when I felt myself falling, I twisted myself so I landed on my feet. The twist must have thrown me to one side, so that instead of landing on the concrete floor. I landed in a fairly deep stream of water that flows under the cellars of that haunted house. Uh, remarkable. Yeah, wasn't it? Uh, what did you do then? Well, I let myself be carried along by the stream, keeping my head above water whenever I could. And how far did it carry you? Oh, about 500 feet underground. When I came up in the open, I quickly covered myself with your invisible paint, rushed back to the house, and entered with the police. Uh, excuse me a minute. Someone's out front in the store. Well, hello, Doc. I want some coin on My youngster has got a touch of the flu. Dear, dear, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, Just a minute. Uh, Here you are. Uh, That will be ten cents. Mm -hmm. Here's a quarter. Say, did you hear? That mysterious killer on horseback has killed another cop. Another one? That makes the sixth in as many days. Here's your change. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Yep. Uh, Strange, the police can't seem to do nothing about it. Well, here's one policeman that's going to do something about it. And right now. <laughs> oh, Sewage Patrolman Dan Garrett Yes. So long, Doc. If Manigan calls, I'm over at police headquarters. What is this new scourge that has struck the city? Six policemen shot in one week by a mysterious horseman. Undoubtedly a strange, deadly maniac. Will Dan Garrett run him to Earth? Or will it take the Blue Beetle to avenge these deaths? These questions will be answered in the next episode of The Blue Beetle. And now, here's The Blue Beetle to say a few words. The moral of this story is that courage will often win against any and all odds. If you are right, stick to your gun through thick and thin, and you'll come through somehow. All of the real leaders of our day in every human endeavor have courage. Call it nerve, bravery, whatever you will, but acquire it if you haven't already got it. And hold on to it, for it's very, very precious. This country we live in was built on courage. The Blue Beetle is a copyrighted Fox feature appearing in Mystery Men Comics Magazine and The Blue Beetle Magazine on sale at your newsstand. The Blue Beetle is on the air twice a week on this same station out the broadcast schedule in your local newspapers. And don't forget to listen in to The Blue Beetle.